Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Welcome back to Soul Sisters. Uh, we have both been out of town for a little bit. Mm-hmm. You was, more recently this time. Uh, oh, yeah, I guess you were out and then I was out. Yeah, how was Vegas? Um, it's, it's pas pour moi, as they say, on français. Not, pas pour moi? Not for me. <laughs> um, I mean, you know, cool town, whatever. You I don't posted know an it. Instagram picture and I totally missed the irony of it. Yeah. It was like you this thought I was picture. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. In the hotel. I was like, oh, cool. Look at her view. <laughs> we were staying at the MGM Grand, which is wonderful, cool, whatever. Um, we had like a crazy suite because we were editing in the room, so we needed some extra space but yeah, every time I mean, you texted you're like you're like i'm about to get in the jacuzzi like, right oh. because i was sick the entire time i was there so i was like giving myself a, a steam treatment it, it was actually really pathetic i mean i couldn't be bothered to walk the 10 minutes to the lobby to even play a little roulette oh. until my last night 25 dollars at the blackjack table boom all right and then i walked away well, how much did you put in uh i well, I didn't lose. Well, so you won $25. Yeah. I, I, I played two hands. Uh-huh. I won two hands. And then I stopped. Amazing. Well done. Yeah. Very, very proud of myself. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was there for the Billboard Music Awards, which were actually really cool. Um, it you was the first rad experiences. Yeah. I got to sit in on rehearsals, which was cool because you're like watching these people work their asses off to learn their moves. And uh, they seem really normal. Down and relatable Rihanna when they're doing that. Super chill. The Rihanna's so cool. She had an Adidas skirt. Like, I don't know. She's so chill. Um, yeah, it was a good show. I had never seen a, a major music award show in person before. Yeah, it's cool. I mean, I haven't seen many award shows in person, but... Did they do any stopping and doing things over? Yeah. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Was like, I? I was at what, the BET Awards I, I when they did that. Am I to talk about what like, they were doing? Weird. I don't know. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, no, I, I'm just like, there's a couple, I don't know, like Ariana Grande during one of her songs was supposed to lie down on the stage and she tried it a couple times and the third time she was like, I'm not lying down, this feels fucking stupid. And she stood up <laughs> and it was like, yeah, girl. I love those moments. Keep yeah, those in. So good. I want to see that. I know. Oh, man. That'd be funny. Yeah. That'd be a cool the best show. Like start the learning outtakes. their moves. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, I'm not doing that. Look stupid. They're just like us. Yeah. Um, yes. Yeah, so I was in Vegas for a week and I lived to tell about it. <laughs> Welcome so, back. Thanks. All right. So on today's episode, we have Patty Baranek of St. Lucia, which is a band that you so much fun. You kind of know about on a personal yeah, I level. Have, I have a friend in St. Lucia. They are so much fun to watch. 
They are. So much fun to listen to. Cool show. It's a party, yeah. Mm-hmm. I love their new set. Yeah. It's all desert. It is. Cactus and beautiful purple lighting. Yeah, the shows um, are a total experience. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. and they do and have that kind happy. of... It's a really fun energy. Yeah, it's like and an 80s kind of vibe in a really good way. Yeah, and she is such a delight. She's like a smiley, happy person. Yes, yeah, she is. Yeah. On stage and in the podcast mm-hmm. studio. Yeah. Um, so yeah, Patty came and then the whole band joined... Or not the whole band, I guess. There's a lot of them. But um, Jean and Ross joined her to play a song for us. So let's do it. Let's do it. No, we're good. I'll I'll keep it just in case I need to do something in case I cry or something. No, I hope you cry. I'm not. You might. I don't (laughs) know. We've been known to do it before. Really? You've made people cry. You make people cry on here? You mean you cry? (laughs) I cried and then Brandy cried and then I cried again. (laughs) This might that happens. I cry all the time. (laughs) This is me for forty-five minutes, just like. Dara's crying. Brandy's crying. Dara's crying again. Brandy's crying again. It was weird. It was emotional. Why? Why did you cry? Well, I we cried for very different reasons. I think. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I don't know. I think it was actually no. It was kind of describing something that I kind of would go there with you a little bit. It's like kind of like describing the passage of time and like looking back and like having this career to look back on and then look ahead to. She's starting. She's starting. I'll be like, oh. She's got her sights set on so you. It's your birthday. <laughs> what do you make of your life right. at this point? Are you satisfied? What's your satisfaction level? 100%. Whoa. Maybe 99%. No, that's... I don't think it should ever be 100%. I agree. Then you no might as well thing. kill yourself because what's left? Nothing. It's only downhill from there. Just, Just sadness. Cool. Right. <laughs> that's so how- 27... 27 again and again, that's your groundhog year? Yeah. 27 again and again. What was going on at 27? I don't know. Actually, I don't remember. I think, <laughs> I, I think so I it was real good. <laughs> I, well, actually, no, I think 27 is a really interesting one because I think in a woman's life at 27, something happens. There's like a change that you go because it's like, ooh, I'm heading towards 30. Yeah, then, I think it is 27 that happens. 26, 27. That's an, I thought it change. was me being crazy neurotic because when I hit 27, I was like, well, I'm practically 30. Fuck, I'm 30. I'm 30. And everyone was like, you still have three more years. And I was like, no, 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 no. Like late 20s is the same thing as 30s. It's done. Right. Yeah. It's so not. So I went through it. But then by the time I hit 30, I was like, oh, I'm good now. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, I wouldn't know. I'm 27. You wouldn't know. Just <laughs> warning you what's to come. <laughs> no, but I think there there is something to the this 27, like, realization of a woman's life you know just like oh things are changing definitely and you want to change and that cha- you know whatever right yeah. i think that's actually true every sort of five years for people yeah and then uh, i would say like 27 you're like oh i'm almost 30 30 and then like 33 34 you're like is that because it starts when you graduate <laughs> college like why are those the five year i don't know do you, i mean i just find that that's the sort it, of cycle of change in a way yeah like a wave yeah i think so well it's like relationships as well i think there's always something that happens in relationships like every three to five years uh-huh. yeah there's a little bit of something and yeah, yeah. like all relationships i think so i think yeah. so yeah and like or or it might be the you know you might not be in a long-term relationship right that's all i know right you know? <laughs> <laughs> right how many years <laughs> 
like so almost 14. Ooh. Well, whoa, really? Like, yeah. Damn. Well, f- sort of, yeah, 13, 13 years. So more than half your life. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, wow. wow. I can't wrap my mind around that. Yeah. I have not. <laughs> no, I think about that. that. I think about that, that same sort of 27 sort of this cycle of time cool so happy birthday thank you thank you for being with us on your birthday thank yeah, you for having awesome. us we will try to make this as fun as right. possible as much and like a party as we can have on the podcast not yeah. make me cry well but we can't promise you that okay that that's cathartic good. to cry on your birthday you it's know, good it's crying nice. is good i yeah. cry all the time yeah you get yeah. stuff out why do you cry because i'm in, uh, like i often just i'm just an emotional person yeah so anything will make me cry really it might be something beautiful it doesn't always have sure. to be sad but just you know yeah. just that i am that teary person do you have particular triggers um, like something will music, always off. Yeah. just any any good little twinkle uh-huh. that yeah. hits you right in the little soul uh-huh. and you're just like why <laughs> is this happening to me and then or just mm. i don't know oh man jean and i we like pixar movies come on oh <laughs> well yeah. you know they're designed to uh, do that just the whole way yeah, what through. Was the one inside out or um yeah. the emotions one. Yeah, yeah. inside out. Yeah. How brilliant is God, that movie? Brilliant. And then the little no, dinosaur. I didn't cry. Oh, I didn't cry at that one. But like the Maybe first ten minutes of Up or whatever up. it was. That's oh, the God. ultimate. Up's yeah. just a mess. Just yeah. like, <laughs> <laughs> two you? minutes into the movie, you're like, no. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. It's like two minutes. How long is that first segment with the old people? It, that's like I the whole know, movie. I remember. Yeah, me too. I don't even know if I watched that. And I think it like that's my like Pixar. Like Touchdown? association too, the, yeah. Like I don't go-to? really watch, yeah. Well, they say the Toy Stories are like really emotionally demolishing. Oh, I'm sure, but oh I'm not God. caught up. I, I think the older you get, probably the more that's true. Oh yeah, Just like my childhood, I don't even remember it anymore. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what have, uh, speaking of these kind of movies, have you seen Anomalisa? No. Gosh. Okay. How is that? These kinds of movies. <laughs> <laughs> Just things that make you cry. I mean. Things that make me feel a lot okay. that I've seen. Recently. Not a Pixar yeah. movie. Not a Pixar See, movie, but it's but it's stop motion, right? That's 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 one good way of saying it. Things that make, make me feel f- alive. That's exactly it. You know, yeah. just like ah, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm standing on top of a hill and I'm seeing all this beautifulness and yeah. 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 And that have I feel like that's your life in a big way. Aside from music, we'll get to music at some point in this podcast. Yeah, but <laughs> if it happens naturally. But I feel I have this perception that you. Are like standing on mountaintops and these crazy places often. Me? Yeah. Like yeah. That, that, that your journey is taking you to places where you would like be taking in this majesty and this crazy thing. And like there would be lots of opportunity for you to be like overcome with. You mean geographically or metaphorically? I mean, or both. Actually, or both. literally geographically. Yeah. I meant literally. Yeah. No, I. <laughs> but both. I am a mountain girl for sure. Like I grew up in this lovely little idyllic place in the south of Germany, right on the Swiss border. So like my mountains to ski and snowboard and hike and whatever were just right in front of the door. Wow. Wow. And so that's home. It is one of those. Yeah. It's just like, I think a mountain can teach you so much about humbleness and like, um, because you're so insignificant compared to that mountain. Yeah. You look at it and you're like, Oh shit, this will flatten me in a second if I don't respect it, you know? And I think you, you get that sense of like respect and like, 
awe, though, you know, where mm-hmm. you're like, oh, wow, this is incredible. Yeah. You know? That's how I feel standing on a beach at night when you mm-hmm. look over the water at the sky and the sky stars and, and you're ocean. like, oh, I'm yeah. nothing. nothing. But mm-hmm. it, there's something very comforting about that. 100%. Yeah. Because you just Especially feel you, connected. You, right. When you live in New York and it's that life is the opposite. It's all about <laughs> yeah. like achievement and go, go, go. And right, right, like, right. Wait, there's nature and like the universe is so crazy. Yeah. yeah. And so much bigger than you and nothing matters. Yeah. Right. In a great That's way. Okay. In a great way. No, in I a agree. Good way. Yeah, I totally agree. It can go the other way. I also have those moments, but well, I have these moments in New York though sometimes as well. Yeah. Well, often actually, and I think for a really long time I, I just thought, no, New York, you know, this is like a concrete jungle. You can't feel that, and you have to go out to nature to 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 really be connected and stuff and then i realized that's not necessarily true because i've definitely had those moments and it might be running over a bridge and (laughs) you know you can get so annoyed because there's like all these people in your way and like oh but then the skies in this city are insane Uh and then when the magic hour comes and the you know light is orange and everything is happening it's gorgeous. Just, gorgeous but that's still nature you're still True. finding nature and well yeah, it's yeah. Like, well and the like and the lights and the yeah you know, modern and the architecture yeah. and stuff yeah, yeah. it's, it's different. pretty amazing yeah but it, you could also maybe get that from looking at all the swarms of people in new york the same way as looking at like uh, a million stars in the sky than when you're just surrounded by the mass that is new york city you're like oh i'm also insignificant the- yeah. Millions of little stars that are around you. Yeah, yeah. The other ants. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when did you guys move here? Mm, we moved here um, about nine years ago, almost. Okay. Yeah. But are you ever here long enough that you feel like New Yorkers? I'm starting to feel like a New Yorker. Yeah. Okay. Well, apparently I have base. to have like one more year and then I can say. Oh, right. everyone has yeah. a different I'm measurement. I think it's 10. <laughs> Is it 10? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I've, I've heard, heard seven. that. Everyone's like in 10 years, okay. you, can, you know, you can say. But no, it's funny because we, um, for a long time, I'm like, oh, I don't know where I want to be. And Jean's from South Africa. I grew up in Germany. My background is so multicultural. And, yeah. Um, I never, I never felt like... I belonged to a specific place, mm-hmm. even though, you know, I have my hometown in Germany and right. my parents are there and it's beautiful, uh-huh. but, but does that suit you? Not anymore. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. It, so it suits have- me for like going to visit, you know? Right. Yeah. And I think that's a realization that I've been having for the last like couple of years and it just like kind of. Because I'm trying to like be like, oh, New York is like, I was always so torn in like a love and hate relationship with New uh-huh. York, you know, I'm like, oh, because of the concrete and no nature, you yeah. know, and then um, we've tried to, you know, Jean and I, we want to, you know, settle down a little, maybe, uh-huh. maybe <laughs> that, that's what a loaded is, yeah, phrase. Is, well, yeah. <laughs> He's looking at me right Someone describe his face. face. Um, well, just feeling like uh, complicated. Complicated. That's <laughs> <Okay>. the word. <laughs> He's loving Curious. it. Curious. Yeah. Um, yeah, but it's a. I think for the last year, I've like decided that I want to stay in New York. Okay. For a little longer, at least. Yeah. Well, and the nice thing is, I mean, if since you have all these sort of roots everywhere, you can put down 
your little spots. Set up and, shop. And yeah, set up shop and, and move hop about. around. Yeah. It's the best. Totally. I have a place to stay all over the world. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> I, I feel like that must be a grass is always greener thing, though, because I imagine I always want to be a vagabond and move around all the time and mm-hmm. I get really antsy when I'm stuck in one place but then when that's happening I'm like oh but like I wish I just went to the same coffee shop every morning and people yeah. were like good morning Jesse and that was life too I think the the key is like how do I how how do I get that and really yeah. I have that at the moment you know I'm like touring the country the world and it's right. insane I'm yeah. touring doing what I love with the one I love uh-huh. it's like yeah happy birthday I'm like yeah thank you <laughs> and um yeah it's pretty pretty amazing and then That's I go crazy. back for a little bit to go to the coffee shop that I want to go to all the time right so when you say put down when you say like sort of settle down more you mean a, in a different spot in New York or what do you mean what would be the difference um yeah, I something think we want to find just, something that we can call our own, maybe, mm-hmm. you know, and just be like, yeah, I don't know, maybe buy something. You're looking at me funny. <laughs> I feel like you're trying to get her to admit something. Oh, no, no. I'm just curious. I'm just curious what it yeah. means to settle down in New York when you're already oh, living Oh, you mean there. like babies and stuff no, like no, that? No, no, I didn't even mean that. <laughs> I didn't. I oh, wasn't going there. I mean, of what we're talking about. <laughs> I honestly was just curious because what... You know, I guess it just means sort of upgrading. I want babies for sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There we go. I'm a huge baby fan. Everyone what knows. What would you do? Can. You'd have to stop touring, huh? Or you'd for a little bit. Kid? Yeah, I don't know. You know, it's like, again, everybody is told that you have to do it one way. Yeah. But no, do I've it never done it that way. Jean and I have never done it that way. So we'll just Figure find out. out. Yeah, yeah, whatever works. Right. As long as it gets lots of love. You exactly. Know, the little thing. Just yeah. Like, we'll see. I mean, I feel like when the baby is super young, you can take them wherever. They don't know what's going on. Yeah, I think a lot of people say that and then you have one and it's like, oh my God, I didn't, this is so hard. <laughs> so we'll just... I can totally see you guys you know, making it work. Yeah. And it's it, like you're traveling. Either way, you know, we'll make it work. We'll make it work. Yeah. Wow. One, that, that'll happen in, in the future. One okay. Day. Okay. <laughs> because up until now, you've pretty much been touring fairly consistently. Like, what was the biggest break from touring you've had so far as a band? Um, well, probably just like writing the second album that was like, even though we were having shows, it wasn't like a consistent mm-hmm. tour. Right. So how long did that take? Um, almost like a year really. Well, from Jean Start started, finish. no, Jean started writing the songs when, when we were touring the first album. Okay. Um, and he, you know, he has like 10,000 ideas every day. <laughs> Every yeah. second. <laughs> Every second. <laughs> <laughs> and um, yeah, and then bit by bit it came together. But we started working with Chris Zane. Um, God, when was I? I think, yeah, all in all it took about 11 months, I think. Am, am I right, John? Am I right? <laughs> so does that feel, does that feel <laughs> like kind of a break in a way? I mean, is touring the the work and then you sort of get a break when you're home? It's sort of like, I mean, you're working on on the the new record and lots of things, but like, it's um, kind of nice. It's it's the kind of break where you you have some more time in the city, you uh-huh. know. But I think because Jean and I are together, it doesn't feel like. I don't feel, I love touring. Like I don't yeah. feel like. 
Exhausted. Like it's that especially so, exhausting. Yeah, yeah, because we we also go. I try to I try to see as much as I can. So when we get a day off, we'll uh-huh. go hiking or we'll do so take the advantage. fun stuff and you know see the actual city and or the surroundings where we where we're at. Yeah, but. So is writing the album more tiring than for? <laughs> I think it was in in a way like, like mentally. It, I think yes, mentally yeah. in and we did it in the winter, with the reasoning being that the studio that we were recording it at didn't have any windows, and uh-huh. that's much better to do in the winter because you're like, ah, right. you know, <laughs> where was that? Um, at Gigantic Studios in um, like sort of. Uh, Chinatown mm-hmm. yeah yeah but Locally. it's gone now he's gone oh he's moved to Where London to London yeah he moved to London oh and the studio is gone well you can go to London yeah that is true <laughs> <laughs> maybe he has a window now yeah exactly <laughs> upgraded do you have a uh, recording space in your house in your apartment we used to have a recording space um, in Williamsburg actually on South 11th Street but then they started um, chucking everyone out because they wanted to do the whole get people in there mm-hmm. rather yep. than you know just not commercial building anymore a lot can happen in the next three years like a chatbot maybe your new best friend but what won't change needing health insurance united healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Right. Mm -hmm. I'm like blabbering right now. (laughs) No, no. (laughs) Um, yeah, they wanted to basically have it as a residential building. So we left that. And it came at the same time as, you know, us starting to tour. So we decided not to go and, like, find a new space and just um, use, the use. you know, we have a space at our management company that we can go into when mm-hmm. we're doing something. So, yeah, yeah. It, that's worked out so far. Okay. So because you guys are together and you're in the band together, does it just mean... At any given moment, you're working on stuff or it's, there's probably no clear separation. There's never any like, okay, this is our time and no band talk. Right. It's hard. Yeah. Yeah. I think. Not that that's a problem necessarily. No. Um, well, they actually our band is really good. They know like we're together. We've always been together. It's like Jean and Patty. Uh-huh. Grandpa and grandma, right? <laughs> <laughs> they go hiking. They do the thing. You know? So they're very good at. And you not, have these like, three boys. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Come <laughs> on. <laughs> yeah, but they, they. I mean, they're they're really respectful and they're re- they're just really good guys, you know. So they um. They know that we need need space as well. So, yeah, and but when it's just the two of you, oh, apart from them, are you able to just be like on a Sunday on a random just Sunday, be a couple hanging out? Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. I think we, we're pretty... I think when we first started doing this, it was a lot harder because I think now we found, like, our space uh-huh. in, like, our roles, you know? Yeah. yeah. Where, like, I know what I have to do and he knows what he has to do and together we can sort of... It doesn't stress us out anymore, you uh-huh. know. And you had to sort of figure out those roles. Yeah, and the in the first year, there were lots of arguments and lots of like, how are we going to do this? Yeah, possibly because there was no money as well. So it's just <laughs> like, oh, you know, yeah, a lot of these stress. things that are really stressful. Yeah, and like, well, money is like a big problem in any relationship. <laughs> True. I that's what they say. It's like yeah, one of yeah. the most, of course, yeah, stressful. Things. And then yeah. you come together, and then you're putting your money into something. Fortunately, you both were as. I mean, I'm curious the whole way that it. That it started. So I know that you met in college. Yeah, we in, met in England. Where was that? That was uh, in Liverpool at the Liverpool Institute for Performing Arts. Okay. okay, and that's where we met. And you came from Germany. I came from Germany. I had been in England for a really long time before that. I went to school and like I left home when I was like fourteen to go to school, and then in Why? England. Why? Because it's funny because I I actually wanted to. Um, change schools in my hometown uh-huh. and I had started learning of Latin okay and <laughs> everybody else at the schools they started off learning English so I was like oh I have an idea why don't I go to an English speaking country and like learn it a little bit and get up to the standard Wait, so and you, keep learning Latin you were born German speaking and yeah. then you studied Latin well, no, I had to take Latin at school because okay. it was like one of those schools that was like old school. I went to one of those too. I had to learn Latin. Yeah, but you must have had to also. Yeah, I had to turn. You must have had to also learn English, though. Well, that that came later. Really? So it, it, wow. This, this school started off with like Latin, whereas every other school started off with English. English yeah, and so. I had this little gap of like, I don't know how to speak English. <laughs> and if I have to change schools, I need to know that. And that was, the idea was like, oh, I'm going to leave for three months. I was okay. like, I want to go to America. My parents were like, no, you don't want to go to America. That's too far away. You're 14 years old. I was like, uh, where else do they speak English? I was like, okay, I want to go to England. Do your parents speak English? Mm, yeah. yeah. They, they can communicate for sure, but uh-huh. they're not, yeah, it's not very good. Yeah. Okay. Okay, but yeah. so, so you went to Liverpool or to London? No, or? first I went to this tiny little like boarding school, boarding house. Okay, and it was it was it was amazing actually because they um, it wasn't a private school or anything. It was uh-huh. just a house for mainly um, kids who who had like parents in the army okay. and it was just a base for them to stay, <laughs> so they wouldn't have to like move around like crazy. Was this over a summer? No, like this you were is, just going to go for a summer and then no, come back? No, I or? was going to go for like three months. Um, during this? During like, actually February 17th, I left. Oh, and then, wow. Yeah. That's a date. Yeah. Yeah. And then, um, yeah, and I I loved it. And everybody was so, so open and inviting. And I just, I liked the school system as well because it was refreshing and the teachers were really engaged versus my latin experience yeah. wow. but it was that easy to just move there and enroll in school at 14 yeah i feel like that would be so Europe, hard yeah. here yeah <laughs> yeah it was pretty easy well you had to pay for the little house basically uh-huh. and it wasn't it wasn't crazy at all like yeah. this whole american system is crazy to me mm-hmm. i have never paid for like school in my life yeah, wow. yeah. which is insane <laughs> yeah wow. it's bad yeah 
Um, oh, was that um, when you look back on that decision? Were you are you surprised at yourself? Are you like, oh, that makes sense for my personality that I would take such a bold step and go out on my own so young? I. It, I yeah, it makes sense to do that. <laughs> it makes sense to do You're that. Like typical me, but and it's funny because I'm I'm also I never thought about it. I just you know I just wanted to do it and just like yeah, of course I'm gonna do that. You yeah. know, wow. and then you get there and you're like, oh my god, I have a lump in my throat for like two weeks straight, and what is this language? And I don't know what that is. And and I just remember the first day, like sitting at breakfast, and it had been raining all night, all night. And I'm already thinking this is this is insane. And Alex Burrows, this guy who's sitting opposite me, he goes, "Would you like another piece of toast?" Aww. And I'm like, "What? Um, uh, pardon?" Because I knew that. Aww. And he's like, "Would you like another piece of toast?" And he was so fast, you know. And I'm like, ah. and so he, in the end, after like ten tries, he picks up a piece of toast and he goes, "Would you?" like another piece of toast and I was like no thank you but that was it that was so hard that wow. was so hard you know is this someone who become moment. a friend oh, oh yeah. yeah remember the name so clearly. yeah I okay. mean we live together so yeah okay yeah would you he, like he a piece queen. of toast do you know never yeah. forget yeah <laughs> Yeah, I wouldn't know that if you said that to me in German. I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> right? No, <Yeah>. exactly. <laughs> but um, but it, but I mean, relatively speaking, two weeks or so for that lump in your throat to last. I mean, you couldn't have paid me to like go to summer camp, like sleepaway camp, <laughs> as a kid, homebody. Like, yeah, like yeah. I mean, that's just like a really, you know, it's a bold move. Mm-hmm. I feel like I didn't. If you had told me you gotta go and you're gonna not come back, that might have been a completely different discussion yeah. you know yeah. but I wanted to I just wanted to just change schools and I knew what I had to do in order to do it okay you know so you're very practical already at that age <laughs> I guess yeah <laughs> do you have siblings oh yeah I have two sisters and then I have a brother as well where do you fall I fall in the middle my okay. brother's actually my cousin and I know this sounds weird. <laughs> Hopefully not your brother cousin. and your cousin. Um, but he wanted to go to school. Actually, maybe this runs in the family. He wanted to go to school in Germany. Uh huh. And he came to us when he was 14. So like he's oh. from where? Uh, from Taiwan. My mom's from Taiwan. Okay. And so instead of doing the whole like uh, schlippy schleppy thing, like my parents adopted him and then wow. he was my brother. And wow. I was so young. I didn't, uh, he just was always my brother. So that's cute. Oh, I wanted to ask you. So the multicultural in, within your family. So your mom's from Taiwan. Yeah. My dad from the Czech Republic. Oh, wow. And yeah, they met in Berlin at language school. Apparently, my dad saw my mom and he was like, that's, that's the one. I want her. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Had they been planning to stay in Germany? Um, well, my dad fled from the Czech Republic in the 70s because of the communistic state mm-hmm. the country was in. And he, his goal actually was to get to New Zealand like as far away as possible, I guess. Um, but he had no money. So he was in a... He was in a um, refugee camp and they told him that he has to go and get a job if he wants to do that. And he was like, yeah, of course, I have to go and get a job. That makes sense. And he didn't know German that well at the time. So they they were doing these. Um, they could take like courses at, at the at this Goethe Institute for at this language school. 
Uh-huh. And so they enrolled him and he went to language school in order to learn German in order to get a job. And that's how he met my mom. Nice. Wow. Yeah. So you're genetically predisposed to have this international nomadic life. <laughs> I guess. It was kind of built in. I think so. Yeah. You saw it can work. Yeah. Doesn't matter where you're from. Doesn't matter. Figure yeah. it out. The world is your home. Exactly. Maybe That's space too. Yeah, <laughs> so nice. So when did singing start for you? Um, uh, singing. Or was it piano? Yeah, it was piano. I piano started, first? Yeah, piano first. I was like six when I started p- playing the piano. And I was classically trained. Uh-huh. And it wasn't, you know, I, I never got into it to the point where I'm just like, here we go. Here's my piano concerto for everyone. <laughs> okay. But I... Piano for me was always an outlet of um, like a healing process. I feel like music for me in general, since I was a kid, has always been um, a very fragile side of me, but a very necessary side. Like I was like always this bubbly girl and whatever. So I would play the piano when I would feel good. But Uh my mom would say that if I was really sad, I would just go and like sit at the piano. And no matter what came out, it just didn't matter. I would just twinkle. And somehow these like twinkles would make me feel a little bit better, you know, and it would just. So that was I think that was the that's my relationship to music Uh in general, I think. Um, A very healing process. Yeah. Did you like to practice? Like, or was it just always sort of noodling around and that was like your practicing? I practiced when I was younger. I was pretty good. I love, I somehow love doing scales and Bach. I don't know. I think I like connected to Bach in the sense where like I could see him frowning. And so like, because I was like frowning when I was like, trying to play his music. And um, I don't know, but it was again, you know, it wasn't about the the practicing and like, oh, I need to get amazing at this. It was more yeah. like, I feel good doing it. The emotional side of it, you know? Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I sound like an airy fairy as yeah, a right I now. mean, it makes, it's like, <laughs> no, you're just like Ross more honest just about arrived. it. <laughs> <laughs> I just saw Ross. Oh yeah. Hi Ross. Hi Ross. Hi Ross. <laughs> um, speaking of Ross. Hey Ross. Um, the first time we met, I don't know if you remember South this. South by. So, you do remember. Of course I do. South Aww. by Southwest. Yeah. 2012. Which must have been, which was our first, Parlor Tricks' first South by Southwest. And I want to say it must have been yours. Yeah, it was. It was, uh, and at the Driscoll. We yes. Were, we were going wild at the Driscoll. <laughs> yeah, we were definitely going wild. <laughs> yeah. That's that so was funny. Awesome. And you're so good because I, I remember that because I have it on camera. So that's how I remember <laughs> anything. <laughs> All right. But, well, uh, now I guess we should talk about your guys' like weird band connection. Well, the connection is he just walked well, there in. are a couple. Yeah, but Ross. Yeah. I went to school with Ross. Yeah, and and Ross lives with Brian, the bass player, and your politics. band. Yes, so exactly. so it's all connected. you have bass players that are roommates together. To spell that out yeah. for everybody, so just, you're like mirror images of each other. And Brian <laughs> still owes me an African dance session. Oh, really? Oh, he Why? knows that <laughs> because he knows how to African dance. Yeah, he does. And for years now, he we've been saying that we're going to do that, and I'm like. Go, let's go. <laughs> He'll give it. How does Brian know how to do that? He lived in Ghana. Oh. Um, all right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And did like African drumming, like drum circles in Ghana. Cool. So, yeah. Ghana. Ghana also comes up on this podcast in random ways. Oh, right. That's yeah. true. That's so funny. So, um, that, so that South by was... Um, 2012. 2012. That sort of set us in motion in, in funny ways that have sort of led us to where we are uh, now at kind of indirectly but so, so you, you had an album out 
already at that time, you guys? Um, well, it was ready to go. I don't know if it was no. It by this point probably when did it come out? Uh, I think October 2012. It came out, so at this point it wasn't out. Okay, it was just ready to go. Yeah, there. right. Just waiting. But you were playing stuff from yeah. it. We were playing basically the album. The, the, the album. Yeah. yeah. Um, and you guys didn't have an album out. We did not. No. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that was fun. That was fun. <laughs> well, you guys are just little band embryos. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah. So, okay, going back to your, then you go to school in, in this English speaking school. Yep. And then you're ready for college and you want to study music. I actually didn't like go for music. I, I, I studied music at school. Um, like I did my A-levels in music and all that stuff. Uh-huh. But there was this other side. There's another side of me. I <laughs> There's another. There's many. Um, but I actually applied to become a dancer at the school oh. that we went to. So, or performing arts with um, specializing in dance. dance. Had you studied dance? No. Okay. <laughs> You're ready so, to. My life's so weird. The singing? Um, no, okay. it wasn't. It was. Uh, so I had. I've done like kung fu. I did kung fu when I was a little girl, and I did that quite intensively. And I found a love for like movement, movement, yeah, through that. And then I went to school in England, mm-hmm. and they were offering all these like dance classes at school. You know, I was like, wow, in England they offer dance classes at school. <laughs> what do you mean you can do that? And I obviously took it. And this woman there was incredible, and she was. Um, she kind of saw, I guess, a movement ability and she was like, you have to do this. You have such a gift and please continue. Uh-huh. And she was so inspiring that I think I was just like, okay, I'm going to do this. Sue Rosenblum. She was amazing. Um, and then um, I remember being in Germany uh, on a little vacation and I got a newspaper clip from this school and it had just sort of started and it was all about this like, Paul McCartney school and everybody's going there. This is amazing. <laughs> and I looked at it and I was like, I want to go there. What does that uh, mean, Paul McCartney school? So he um, he was the main sponsor of this school. He's like, oh, yeah. I've heard him talk about this. So he so. would like be around. He was around, yeah. Oh. And he would like oh. walk in and like you'd be like, oh, hi, said Paul, and he was like, you're right. <laughs> and Jean what? actually, Jean That's had crazy. a full on like little session with him. What? He loved Jean. He Whoa. loved him. What? Yeah, he he played a little song with him. Jean actually played him a song of his own that he called Carry the Weight, not knowing that there's a Beatles song called Carry the Weight. And Paul McCartney, I guess, thought it was really funny. And he was like, ah. And Jean totally didn't didn't get the joke. He was like, yeah, well, anyway, let me play this song. That is amazing. So, yeah. But he he played that uh, song for him and Paul McCartney really liked it. And I think he changed a little something in the end. I think he brought the chorus back. So technically he... Wrote that song with him too. Amazing. Uh-huh. Maybe we play that one day, Jean. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Everyone wants to hear that. Wild. That's a good story. So, so you. So you go. Well, what, what's the moment when you and Jean met? Because yeah. I imagine that I imagine it very <laughs> cinematically. Yeah. yeah. Um, but it's okay if it wasn't. It, there was there. There's some stories I can tell you that were definitely that. Yeah. But Please. the the moment we met or I, I heard him he's got a very loud voice you heard him before you saw him I heard him before I saw him at the bank at an HSBC bank on Rodney <laughs> Street in Liverpool and I went with my friend to I don't know get some money 
he went to open up a bank account and I was like, who is this? And I heard him saying, oh, yeah, I'm going to Lipa. And all, you know, he's like... <laughs> Singing at the bank? No, he's just very... He's just talking. Just talk, speaking yeah, he was talking and he had this funny accent and <laughs> that has now rubbed off on me. But, um, so I heard him and I was like, ooh, he's so cute. And then, um, long story short, basically I saw him the same night through a friend and it was it was just like, it was meant to be. So you didn't talk in the bank? We didn't talk at the bank. And then I saw him, I was like, it's the guy from the bank. Uh, and I was like, oh, come back to like our place. As it's nicer, you know? <laughs> and I have some wine. Why don't we have some wine? Nice move. Yeah. yeah and we just connected. I don't know. It was, And there were a lot of us and we were just hanging out. And Jean and I just kept on talking yeah. the, the whole time. And were you talking about music at all or... Just no. Like you weren't bonding over that in particular. No, it was more about like the existence of life, I oh, guess. You know, went straight to it. Yeah, mm. it was just immediate connection. Mm. Oh, yeah, those are the best. Stuff. And um, was did he bring a guitar? Like, so it wasn't oh, even a thing. Are you kidding me? He didn't just bring a guitar. He well, we had a guitar, so okay. definitely like performance <laughs> going on. And then he was like, oh, actually, um, I have a CD of my own, you know, <laughs> so he pulls out and I'm like, you are just starting here. You're supposed to record this here. And he's like, come prepared. So he showed us his like his band at the time in South Africa. I guess it was Trigger. Trillion. 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 And um, they had recorded this little EP and he was just like showing everybody and I was like how does he just have that in his pocket and I was like oh yeah okay hustler yeah hustler. That's the hustler he was like a, a yeah. hustler at the time I guess and you were a dance you were a dancer at school I was a dancer at school and yeah so when did the collaborating yeah. start happening um already there I guess we would just you know we would in terms of music, we you know he'd play, we'd sing together, we'd uh -huh. just have fun, and you know. Had you always thought that? Oh, I'm also a singer. Like I can sing, I enjoy it. I like. How much was that a part of your I sense think of self? When I was a kid, I was like, "This is what I want to do." Definitely something in the arts. Yeah. It and it always came back to like some form of performance, mm -hmm. you know. Then, you know, with the dancing. Sometimes you like it's very easy to get stamped, you know. You're like, oh, you're doing that now, right? And you can't really. And it's funny what it does to people. You internalize it, yeah. Because yeah. oh well, I'm I'm a dancer now, right. you know. Right. And it's funny because I hadn't I had done way more music than dance, yeah. Actually, in my past, you uh -huh. know. Um, but for that time, I was definitely a dancer, and I was um, just singing for fun and playing music for fun and. Uh -huh writing for myself you know okay. um and did, were you doing percussion at all at that time like, no okay no uh yeah well just yeah just, we, just, like, i'd have some up, you know and we, sometimes we'd like play little bongos or like conga congas and do the you know rhythmic little gumboots or whatever as dancers you know uh -huh. you, you have fun but the tambourine um percussion i don't know I, I i just i was naturally drawn to it i think mm -hmm. Okay, yeah. so you guys are like just hanging out, making music, hanging out, making music, trying heavily not to actually work together, you know? Really? Yeah. The The idea before we did this whole St. Lucia thing was that we don't want to work together because everybody says it's bad for a relationship, you know? Mm -hmm. And um, even though we were always 
doing stuff together and uh-huh. I was like singing on all of his EPs and doing this. We <laughs> never want wanted it to be a band together. Yeah. I was like, no, let's not do it that. It was a spoken thing. It was an explicit, yeah. let's not do this. Until we came, you know, he started doing, you know, the St. Lucia project. And So wait, so you graduated from oh, school? Oh, sorry, we're going there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we graduated. Um, we still stayed in Liverpool for a little while and then Jean got a job offer in New York to write as a commercial music uh, jingle writer. Jingle writer. And what were you doing at the time? I decided, yeah, New York's a great idea. Let's just uh, <laughs> see let's what just happens. Go. I have just bought my first little car, but yeah, I can sell that. That's fine. Great. Shitty buy. <laughs> so yeah, again, once, you know, I am that person that you, know, you give me an idea and I'm like, yeah, sure. sure. Yeah, yeah, run with why it. Why not? Yeah. I don't think about it. You yeah. Know? So, so did you guys move to Brooklyn? No, we first moved to um, this little place that my f- mom's friend found for us on 28th Street between Lexington and 3rd. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And then that burnt down. Oh, oh no. Yeah. While you were living there? No. Well, we were living there. Thankfully, we weren't there. Oh, yeah. And that was, that was crazy. That's pretty devastating though. That was, I feel like Rockwood... Hell, uh, you know, was the reason why we weren't there. Rockwood Musical? Yep. You were performing? No, I was going to see somebody perform and I was like, okay, well, we're going to go there. And my little sister was living here at the time as well. And she, this is scary, actually. This is a crazy story. And she was, um, she got, she, she had a date and she was like, you know, I'm just going to go and lie down a little bit. And she's that kind of person that can sleep anywhere. Uh-huh. Like she'll close her eyes and sleep. And for some reason, and I said to her, well, we're going to go there. We're going to go to Rockwood. If you want to come, why don't you come? You know, yeah. think about it. I just got back, you know. Right. And she went to lie down. And for some reason, she just couldn't, she couldn't sleep. She just like couldn't sleep. And something inside of her said, just oh go, just go. Oh, man. And then 10 minutes later, it happened and her room was the worst. Holy oh shit. Yeah, it's crazy. And so we're at Rockwood. The room was the worst, like it started there? No, it was just, um, yeah, Stuff damaged, damaged. The, the worst. And, and the firefighter said thank god she wasn't there oh my god i know that was that's crazy that's the kind of stuff where i'm just like i don't know but thank you for whatever that was who were you seeing at rockwood do you remember i can't remember (laughs) okay god (laughs) otherwise you would thank them and not rockwood (laughs) but uh was um like computer stuff and hard drives and like stuff lost like Um, that i mean that's such a nightmare we could salvage a lot of stuff Actually, it, it, it there was a lot of do- smoke damage in yeah. the apartment. Be- it started in the p- apartment below us, and that was just a big black hole. Mm. But um, yeah, we could save a lot of stuff. I just um, all of our shoes burned. Oh, all of your shoes! This <laughs> <laughs> is like so That's stupid. Uh, <laughs> but in perspective, you guys were okay. Price, yeah. We were yeah. fine. I was <laughs> like, what do you mean these shoes? And I'm like right. wearing my little H and M flip flops, and I was like, ah. Uh, why, yeah, why, I didn't I, why, why didn't I wear the heels? <laughs> yeah, no. Um, so, were you working like a day job? I actually ended up working for the same company. Uh, okay. I worked for the lodge as well, and I worked on a music library um, called the Diner, and like getting that to people and mm-hmm. clients and 
So then you were technically working together. Yeah. (laughs) We were at a job together. This was like a curse, you know? Well, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? But that did that teach you that you could work together and Um, it's okay? And then you started to dance because you were like, well, the jig's up. (laughs) No, well, actually, in... In those days, yeah, I guess we did a lot of work together because every time Jean needed some female vocals, I Uh would go upstairs and I would go sing for him, you know. So that's how we started having me on everything. So different working at a job like that. Yeah. And like where someone's like, all right, then you have to work together as opposed to being partners in a creative endeavor. Yeah, but I think people would also say you probably shouldn't work for the same company if you're together that's also yes true (laughs) that's also true i mean i think working together in general sounds really hard yeah but the difference but if it it works out then it's the dream i think so too and i think we realize that we can you know and it's again you know whatever everybody else says you you shouldn't do that Uh uh-huh and you know, we're not everybody else, I guess. <laughs> right. And we're just like, well, we can do it. And but what do you think it is there, about you guys that makes you able to do it? And was there so a time hard. where you're like, fuck it, we're doing it? Like a night? Uh, <laughs> no, I think it was, yeah, it was just like, babes, you're just all over everything. Come play in the band. <laughs> and I was like, okay, but just be aware. We might get signed. <laughs> and then we did. And then we're stuck <laughs> with each other. So, yeah, it's all me. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> But, but yeah, what, what, yeah, you had a what, good question. Just what's the what's the key? What what is it about your personalities or your relationship that makes it work? Communication, yeah, and respect and uh-huh. a lot of love. I think that's. It sounds typical and like a bit cheesy, but we are really good at communicating. Yeah, and also being like, I think our relationship goals and how we've. Uh, feel about a relationship of is that that's a very similar view that uh-huh. we share you know yeah like we we want to be in a relationship that you know gives the other person space and freedom to be exactly who they want to be mm-hmm. and to support that rather than to try and change that you know yeah, yeah. and don't get me wrong I'm definitely like uh don't do that yeah no it's always weird when I ask people these kinds of questions because in my mind I'm like but what if they're fighting today or like what if things aren't good and we're having this weird conversation where we're talking about your relationship like it's a myth well no I'm sure it's just as messy as everyone else's relationship right fights happen for sure don't ever ask Jean and myself about a cocktail shaker you will never hear the end of it yeah just don't. Yeah. What's the point of contention? Someone's the pro and someone's against. Everybody, everybody knows it. Everybody knows this argument. It's just like stupid. it's like a nonsense thing that like it makes turns no into sense. right. That's it's, that's. But I want to know. I want to know. I want to know okay. what it is. It's What's basically. The um, <laughs> we're both in that moment. We get really stubborn. Okay, I'll tell you. I'll just tell you. Please. So this is the minutia <laughs> no, that people totally love. True. It's so interesting. It's so true. Yes. So. <laughs> There's an iced coffee that you can make with a coffee <laughs> cocktail shaker. Okay. And when I first came to New York, I was helping out my mom's friend's sort of friend who owned this sort of cafe. And they were like, oh, if you want to make an iced coffee, all you do is put it in the coffee, uh, you know, cocktail shaker and put the ice in, put the coffee in. Everything, like hot shake coffee it. with ice? Yeah, just to, because the cocktail shaker will like 
make it yeah. cold cold really quickly and i can already see how this know. is controversial so all of this <laughs> red flags are popping up okay so the, this is all great this is a great method in fact this is a great method to make iced coffee everybody out there make iced coffee with a cocktail <laughs> shake it's you great you heard it here from patty and yeah. jean is really good at it you know because so i'm excited about this new method i'm like jean this is how you do it um and he gets really good at it. And he makes the best iced coffees with a cocktail shaker. And he has done for years now. So the fact that he can't remember that I showed him is the oh, ultimate. that's twist. That's this the is twist. the ultimate argument. Taking credit for the idea. So he's like, babes, I make it. I came up with it. I know oh. how to do it. So that's his argument. Got and mine it. is... How can you say that when I, like, my memory is like, this is what I know. Yeah. I know that I learned that there. Those are okay, the worst so arguments. The You're like, why yeah. would I have a false memory? That's very specific to yeah, not right. have actually had that happen. So here's my question then. Is that, so like, I feel like in couples, there's like a theme of a fight that like yep. can manifest in different ways, but the theme is always sort of like the same if you get down to it. So it's like there a yes. theme like, like misremembering, misremembering, and like taking credit and like being like stubborn. Like, no, yeah, stubborn. Yeah, all I, these things. Yeah, and like now talking about it from the outside when you're not in the argument, it's it's stupid. It's stubborn. You know, he has his view, I have mine. That's fine. <laughs> but don't ever let us get there because yeah. you will. There is no clear no room. Way out. Yeah, and then and when we're in it, that's it. <laughs> that's it. Has that ever happened? When, in, a, in an inopportune time when it's like, oh, we really should not be fighting about this right now. It's a cocktail <laughs> shaker thing. And we're like, have to go on stage or we have to do this thing. And Ross is like, guys, let it fucking yeah. go. <laughs> yep, basically. Yeah. <laughs> like, are the other band <laughs> Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Are, are oh. the other guys kind of buffers at times? Like, are they like, mom, dad, stop. Yeah, like they know how to diffuse it. <laughs> yeah. No, they just know that there's no point. They just get out of the way. So they roll their eyes and try and get away. <laughs> I think on this last tour, actually this happened this last tour, we were on the bus and this is the argument that's happening. And obviously we've had some drinks and this is when it gets crazy. Yeah. And suddenly, and then there I am crying outside this venue going like, oh my God. And Nikki comes to me, obviously also with drinks going like, oh. you're all right. You know, I got you. I got you. And I was like, oh, this is so sweet. But... I just want to sulk and be right right now. I don't want to know anything else. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. That's it comes awesome. in. It comes in bad times at all times. Actually, it's always bad. Like anything. Yeah. I feel yeah. like you just described yourself though as like the quintessential European woman. Like what? in the best way. I must be right. Just like no, just like <laughs> passionate, and then like fuck you. I'm going outside and I'm gonna sulk and just feel Give this. Give me just my drink and my tears. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, in a, I say that in a, the most loving way. Like, I'm very, I'm an emotional it's very person. Romantic, definitely. it is. It's very yeah, romantic. It's, it's what, but I will say that Jean is just as emotional, yeah. and he will also storm out. I love the that we're room. giving you the final say on all of these topics right now. He is not invited into well, this room to give a counterpoint. Not look at his disagreement, and it's great. That's okay. My back is to him, so I'm yeah. getting a ignorant bliss over here. Um, anyway. would you do you think that if you if Jean were in here as well? You two would have a similar way of telling the story of how the band, the steps at the beginning and what happened. I mean, um, so it was like, or do was you he, also you argue over that? <laughs> no, it's, I mean, that's very clear. I mean, Jean is definitely the, the main guy of this project. He, this is his vision. Mm -hmm. This is what he's always wanted to do. 
his whole life is like been this as well he's very and it's really interesting for me because i am a person who's like i want to do a little bit of this and i want to do a bit of that yeah um i think the roles that have become very clear is that like he is the main guy and i am gonna i am the the sous chef the support uh -huh. and i will go like e to everywhere you yeah. know and it's funny because like a lot of the times i think as well in this day and age everybody needs to be like this is me this is me this is me this is my project you know and like i i like writing stuff but mm -hmm. i'm just very shy about it so i'm not in that i'm not there yet in that sense where he is yeah you know? could you see doing that i mean are you are you writing do you yeah 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 definitely cool. um you guys write some stuff together though, we do yeah. yeah we do and he's always and he's very good jean's a really good guy to like bring stuff out in people uh -huh. so when you're in the studio with him he can be really harsh at times because he's so specific uh-huh but i think all the good ones are he gets you to harsh. yeah he gets you to like really do something good uh -huh. you know it's so lovely you. how you describe being being part of it i mean because it is it's you could, one might wonder if you feel that sort of like tension, but it seems like perfectly suited for where you are in life, how your personality is, how the relationship is, and just like this, you know, exciting adventure that you're on together. And it's just the dynamics are seem perfect. Yeah, because right I think it is important to, you know, when you do something to do it properly, you know, and I think... um I'd be lying if I was, you know, I know there's a lot of people who can do a lot of stuff at at, at all time, but I th we're so busy with St. Lucia and our roles in it, I guess it is like, and to be able to like continue and to have the strength to go further and to, you know, deal with all the ups and downs that come with it, you know, I yeah. think it takes time. It doesn't, you know, stuff, stuff doesn't just come from one day to the next. Oh, it does. Oh, and I, then, I mean, it sounds I mean, like it in a way it kind of did. Well, so I, I want to get into the sort of specifics of how it all sort Started. of took off mm -hmm. in a sense. And like that, even the way that you said that comment, like you're like, well, I don't know if we're going to do this. And he's like, well, if you start to sing with me, like just like, you know, we might get signed. It's like, <laughs> that's the opposite sort of like mentality of most bands that are like, I can Gotta do it. Get signed. Do Gotta it. Get, signed. get signed. Like this is the, you know, how do we make this happen? As opposed to like, well, you know, it really might happen. Mm -hmm. And it just sort of, that, that's the perception in the sort of timeline that it, I mean, I guess you started formally writing and doing this in like 2011. Mm -hmm. And then by 2012, you had, you know, you're at South by Southwest, your album came out and you were signed by Columbia in 2012. Yeah. So, okay, that's very fast. I mean, yes, when you see it that, <laughs> that way, but Jean was working on this st stuff for like years and years this before music. that. Yeah, this yeah, music. This very, okay. Yeah, so it's not like, oh, here is exactly what uh, St. Lucia is and this has just happened in like one year. You uh -huh. know, it's, it took... It got, uh, the umbrella of St. Lucia yeah. happened in a, in a moment, but, it, but the music has been coming. Yeah, I think it just was one of those moments that led... To, I guess, 2011, <laughs> where you suddenly go like, you know, where you connect the dots, where you have this this music and somebody hears it. In this case, it was actually Nick Brown, our old drummer. And he showed it to B-Rock, to Ben, from Heavy Rock. 
and that's how the whole thing started okay so that this was the connection you okay. know and it was just what did what did he show like a an ep or yeah he showed the even? he showed the ep i think we had like i don't know all eyes on you we got it wrong on there like stuff like that and who was on that on those tracks playing just jean and then myself wow yeah cool yeah so, so then that, when did you add my buddy ross the buddy ross came <laughs> <laughs> he actually again it was nick brown who we met first and he started drumming with us and he suggested we should go and meet this awesome guitarist so we went out one night and had a i just remember meeting ross on a rainy street trying to get a trying to hail a cab and i was like oh what a cool dude <laughs> and um and then cool dude and then we got in a cab and then two days later he was in the rehearsal space cool. just bringing in his amazingness with his guitar and bass <laughs> and yeah and suddenly we're like ross can you play the bass oh uh, sure picks up the bass and plays plays the bass Oh, so right. yeah, he was he was he was he's pretty special. Cool. And then were you playing out like were you playing at where were you, did you you know go around New York venues a lot? Uh we started off and it, well this is it's true it started really very quickly. It's like a rocket? Yeah, and we um Like I I don't picture you playing around like well, our first the knitting factory and like you know, did you yeah. do that whole? No, we thing? we played. You bypass that. We play. We bypassed that. That's see, yeah. that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Well, we like, bypassed the knitting factory. We definitely played a Union Hall show. Did you? And that was our first oh, secret cute. show. And I was crapping my pants. It was. The, oh wait, a secret the, show. It was a secret. Meaning, show. so you were already. No, it too was too big for Union no, Hall, but it no, was a it was a surprise. secret show because we didn't want anyone to see what's about to happen oh so it was early it was the first show that we as a band would play together so oh, was, really we wanted to keep oh. it a little secret so that it was just like okay let's How's just try it yeah and had you performed on stage much before M musically oh, I guess, um, dancing. Um, dancing and like sort of i guess the little shows here and there but musically never with a band oh. i like played like recitals and yeah. stuff like that you know but piano recitals right but never so i'm thinking like oh my like my my mouth is down my like skin is pale oh and tommy it was tommy eichmann actually he was playing with us this, for this first show he looks at me and goes oh my god you look so nervous and i was like oh my oh. god you're not helping what are <laughs> yeah. you doing now i'm five times as nervous yeah so that was the wow first show. i would love to see that show i know it was in, the, in the basement there it was in the basement yeah. it was i don't know what happened i was so nervous but then and and then that was over and I was like, okay, cool. Now I know what it feels like. Now I feel good. Yeah. And then the next show was in DC. Uh-huh. Um, I think we were at, oh, what's it called again? DC. Black Hat. No, no, no. U-Haul. No, uh, U-Haul. And we were supporting um, the Knox, I guess. Your, your second ever show. The, yeah, the, <laughs> the, my second ever show. And I was like... Just give me the tambourine because it made me feel really good. You know, yeah. I was like, okay, I feel, okay, here we go. Here we go. Right. And then uh -huh. just, because I, I love performance. Like I will love performing. That's right. just, I, I feel very comfortable with it. My, my scaredness for the, in the first show was like, I'm not by myself right now. So if I fuck up, <laughs> I'm like fucking up 
everybody else's day. So that was the nervousness that I had. Oh, that's really. interesting. Because you could also think, well, if I fuck up, I'm at least covered by all these people. <laughs> but that which, was a nice, humble way to think about it. If which, I fuck up, I'm fucking them up. Well, that's a given. They're such good musicians and amazing. Yeah. I still fuck up. Okay. They got my back for sure. That's okay. Very rarely. It's going to be a little messy. And imagine you have been adding things consistently because now you're playing. You're all over the place. I got a gong, some wood blocks. (laughs) (laughs) I got a gong. Um, Cactus is on stage now. Yeah. Their show is sick. Were those real? We were wondering. Definitely not real. Definitely not real. (laughs) But they look amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, That was my first St. Lucia show. Yeah, me too. It was fun. That's cool. That's not true. It was your first time in the photo pit for St. Lucia. Yeah. With production. Yeah. Oh, my God. That was fun. Yeah, we're working with this Beautiful. company that's like, well, they're now a company, uh, Core Design, which and they're doing like all of our lights and production. It's a it's a spectacle. Yeah, it's intense, and your fans are crazy for you. <laughs> I mean, I felt like I barely deserved to be there because they were just <laughs> no, like no. so over the moon for it. And you guys have your own Snapchat filter. Oh my god, I couldn't I believe know, with that. the cacti. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Big deal. baller. Yeah, cool. <laughs> it was cool. Yeah, uh, I don't want to rush through your history of the last few years, but we're doing some other fun stuff with you today. So. Cool. We should wrap up this portion of the episode. Plus, you guys are going to play something for us. We are. What are you going to play? I don't know yet. Oh my god! (laughs) Off the cuff. Yeah, I will. Will will ask Uncle Ross (laughs) (laughs) what he wants to play. I don't know. We kind of just. We'll just see. We'll see. We'll see. Because usually we do. We have like two more people, but today we just have the three of us. Which is exciting. Yeah. This yeah. is like a rare glimpse. Is that rare? Yeah, kind of. Right? Cool. It's rare. It's rare for us. <laughs> Definitely rare. Cool. Okay. All right. Patty, thank you. Thank Thanks you. for having so me. Fun. And thank you for my amazing cupcake. Happy, Happy birthday. 27. Thank you. <laughs> To the darkness we go Oh
Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus... Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.